Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph Harrison with Jesse Nelson. Another wonderful morning. Yep. Another early start to podcasting. That's right. Another two Chemexes in front of us. <laughs> different two Chemexes. Very, very different. Chemex is full of beautifully light roasted Myanmar that we did some brewing experiments on. But light roasted Myanmar. Very fruity. Yep. Very light. Very bright. Um... Fudgy and delicious. I love it. So when I when I drink a coffee like this, I'm just gonna say this episode is following up the last episode where we talked about our bloom experiments. Yeah, totally so, different day of recording. Though. Yes, totally, completely, and utterly different. Thirty minutes of the day. <laughs> um, but when I drink a coffee like this, especially the the, the longer brewed one, which has a deeper richness to it. Uh, there's a lot of strong flavor, a lot of really good taste, blah, blah, blah. Um, depending on who I would give this to, I know there are a lot of people in the world who would taste this and say that that's weak, it tastes like nothing. Or, it's, yeah, or it's tea-like. It's sour, it's bitter, yeah. or whatever. It's I, mean, like, I love the story of, of the sailor guy across the street, and he tastes the, we had a fruity blueberry Ethiopian, and mm -hmm. he takes a sip of it, and he goes, well, that's just bizarre. <laughs> Set the cup down. Just, you know, not what he's into at all. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, that's where, like, the difference of foodie coffee versus kind of traditional flavors of coffee that you're sort of expecting as a tradition. You know, what you're having for your morning routine versus a little bit more of, like, a geography lesson in the cup. That's true. But in, in terms of the taste itself and how you perceive it, I think there there is something, there's absolutely something going on. Because uh, I think that most people, if not everyone, has the ability to drink something like this and perceive it as like this rich, full, strong tasting experience of coffee. Like you have that capability. But I think when people say that it doesn't taste like anything or that it tastes weak, that they're not wrong because that's how it is to them. And there's, there's something going on there with uh, people's just getting right to it. I, to me, I think it revolves around people's dark roasting drinking habits. Um, there's a lot, and brewing habits, yeah. and what they're doing. I mean, there's some dynamics, so we're talking about dark roast, yeah. and kind of the, I don't know, we have that in our notes, like the rift between people that drink dark roast versus light roast, and I don't know if it's necessarily a rift, I think there's a, there's a lot of factors to it. Well, from my point of view, because I'm constantly trying to introduce people to these really great tasting experiences in coffee, right? and I've definitely observed that there is, there is like a wall, there is a wall for certain people, where... They, they have that experience of tasting a coffee that I would call rich and sweet and having all these tastes, and it tastes like nothing to them. Uh, and in trying to suss that out, you know, there's people who, who definitely say they prefer dark roasts. Mm -hmm. uh, I've come to the conclusion that um, there's, there's an aspect of dark roast that actually distorts your ability to taste things. It shifts your taste perspective. Well, I think it shifts your taste perspective. I don't think it destroys any ability at all. I think I think there's a lot more to the dopamine of getting a cup of coffee that you're expecting than there is to actual light roast versus dark roast. I think that people are expecting a dark roast, and that's what they, they generally just want because they that's the flavor that they want, and that's what they're expecting with the coffee. And with the light coffee like this and with a, a brew method... Um, there's certainly a lot to that, but but I think that... So the more you drink dark, like if you drink dark roast consistently, if you if that's what you like grew up on, mm -hmm. that's how you're introduced into coffee. Your senses are being assaulted by 
uh, tastes of ash, of carbon. There's a lot more oils in your coffee. You're using these really negative words about this dark coffee. <laughs> Salted. There's, yes. There's, there's caramelized sugar. I think your senses it's are... A different, it's a different, like, total, like, chemical structure well, yeah. in the cup. But there's no assaulting in there. It's just a different... You're tasting I think you different. can. I think it can be assaulting. Well, it can be. I mean, that's a, that's a personal preference, but it doesn't mean that it's destroying your taste buds to be so, able to taste other stuff. So the I mean, analogy that, that, or the, the similarity uh, just in, in regular food consumption is to me is sugar. So like if you take a month of your life and don't consume anything with sugar in it. Yeah, only crazy people do that. Like if you don't do that at all, then after 30 days, you're going to have a completely different sensorial perception of things than you did before. Of sweetness. Like, and just, yeah, of sweetness Everything's in sweeter. There's, so, to me, and obviously all this is just my opinion, just my observation, but to me there's very clear, like, sort of sense calibration mm -hmm. that revolves around certain things. And, like, if so if you take that 30 days, you cut out sugar, and then you have, like, your latte that you normally enjoy, it's probably going to be overwhelmingly sweet and, like, taste-wise, overwhelming in certain tastes. Uh, and then I think you're also going to find yourself able to taste other things clearer. Yeah. And that you're going to find, like, richness in things which you wouldn't have found taste in before. I agree with 100% of that. Oh, really? I think it's <laughs> irrelevant to the coffee conversation. Like, what? Really? Yeah. I mean, sugar is a much more powerful substance and what we're tasting and it's a lot more prevalent in all the food that we're eating and you definitely like it's it's like not having salt and all of a sudden your things are really salty to you as well and so i agree with the calibration i don't think that dark roast necessarily messes up your calibration so you don't think that uh the the the, sh the different balance of um more caramelized sugars and um oils often burnt oils and coffee that you i mean you you have to learn to accept that like shift and taste and drink that on a frequent basis like i used to drink all that stuff all the time yeah and then i had to i had to force myself to shift to like black coffee from milk and sugar coffee and then i had to force myself to shift to coffee you know with absolutely nothing added that was lighter medium roasted now when i go back to something darker roasted i am like so incredibly sensitive to um any kind of so you're saying the light roasts kind of... are assaulting your palate so you can't taste dark roast is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> it's not an assault of, of the senses. <laughs> oh, it is assault if it's a dark roast. There is, there is a gauge of overwhelmingness <laughs> of taste and, and aroma. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, okay, so but, but think about it in, in these terms. So we, I mean, I host a lot of tours here. We have yeah. a lot of people come through and overwhelmingly, like, nine out of ten people that come through all say that they prefer dark roast. Yeah. And I kind of nod and smile as I'm feeding them this Myanmar and these light roasted coffees. Mm. And they leave with a completely different sense of, of coffee. Mm. You know, and I think, but it doesn't, I don't think that their palate was necessarily ruined or just because they've never had a light roast or a natural process and never had those, you know, those brew methods in front of them. They can, they can definitely taste it. You know, we have conversations about the tasting wheel. Mm. So I don't think that there's a, a, I don't think that their palate is ruined. But I well, think... I'm not saying I'm not saying ruined in in the sense. I'm just saying that that there's a there's there's a there's a calibration. Mm -hmm. Like if if, if so, we... I think. But I think okay. But I, going back yeah, also, sure. Just history wise, why do we drink dark roast? You know, there's a real tradition of that. 
flavor profile, especially in North America, mm-hmm. of of you know coffee that's you know a blend that's a dark roast blend that you're that we drink with milk and sugar, and that's how it's been kind of since for a long time, and that's partly because. Dark roast can hide defective beans, you know, mm-hmm. defects and stuff like that. It can hide uh, changes, seasonal changes in the coffee supply mm-hmm. and where it's coming from. Um, also, dark roast is a lot more water soluble, so you can brew it. It has a much wider window of brewing parameters that are uh-huh. acceptable to get those flavors out of there. So it just inherently makes that all that stuff together makes it an easier coffee to brew. And so that's just sort of how it fell into the corporate style of coffee. And we haven't started getting into you know, also, this light roasted coffee until like the last probably cheaper you know, to years. produce on a larger scale as well. I would suspect. Yes and no. Uh, you lose more moisture content, so you're shipping a more voluminous mm-hmm. product. You know, it doesn't weigh as much. Um, but you can you can fiddle with your uh, your your roasting parameters. Like if you if you're not concerned with getting a specific oh totally taste yeah. out of it, you can just be like okay. Let's make it shorter, hotter, yep. faster. Totally. Boom, I mean, char, that's all the go. economics of dark roast. Yeah. You know, okay. it's a lot. It's you can save a lot of money and mm-hmm. a lot of BTUs of gas doing you know a quick little nine minute dark roast versus you know our traditional more fifteen minute roast that we do here. So I, I think that I think that just that system has sort of wrecked people's not palates. That hasn't wrecked their palates, but it's it's trained. There's it's a, there's trained them in a certain a way, and they haven't been yeah. exposed to, you know, and, haven't, yeah. and therefore haven't had to think of new words to describe their coffee. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this coffee is bright and fruity, and mm-hmm. it's definitely not what necessarily people are looking for. I think the same for, you know, green tea versus black tea. and, and Well, so, so here's, I think here's where the challenge is, because I think a lot of people who think they're not looking for this would find a lot more joy like a lot more like literal happiness and joy and fulfillment in drinking this kind of coffee regularly right. than they would like growing your in, own tomatoes. Um, yeah. I mean, sure. Be more connected and having, you know, a better product. But also, uh, I think I, I, there's been so little study done on like the health aspects of coffee, uh, but I think there, there's probably, um, as, as we do more research in the science of coffee, we're probably going to discover that, you know, we Drinking are burnt that. coffee. Well, right is not is not that great for you. Potentially, I, well, I don't. I don't. What they are discovering is that um, the the caffeine is of like a, more of a catalyst yeah. to get our systems going, and that light roasted coffees because they're closer to the original agricultural product, they have a lot more than natural vitamins and minerals yeah. and antioxidants, and there a lot more antioxidants, um, and so then you you get a lot more of those health benefits kind of absorbed with that caffeine. Right. Uh, but also, like, I know that taste is technically a subjective thing, but there is definitely objective analysis of taste quality and They coffee. try really hard. I mean, they do it with all the all food and beverages yeah. especially. But, the, yeah, that calibration so that people are describing this, using the same words to describe what they're, what they're tasting around the world. So you can have, you know, somebody in Guatemala is telling you, Mm-hmm. You know, this is what the flavor profile is, and then that's something that's understood across the yeah. supply chain. I, I guess part of me is like looking at experiences like this coffee and saying, I, I know you're used to dark roast, but I, I, if if you just if you just had the shift in perspective, I don't know how you could possibly consider charred coffee more delicious than this. You know, but. What I've found, because we're <laughs> yeah. wholesale coffee, and we roast mm. all sorts of whole wide spectrum of coffees, because we want to keep paying the farmers mm. and keep selling coffee. So, right. You know, we don't tell people what to prefer no, for no, no. coffee. Absolutely. So we have it all. Um, and I find my appreciation and the palate I've developed for light roast then 
lets me appreciate the dark roast as well. Mm. You know, so the, the things I've learned to taste in all the variety of lighter coffees, because there's a lot more variety of flavors in mm. the different coffees of lighter roasts like that. That I, I will say that I think uh, that you can have a good dark roast. Mm-hmm. Like, I've certainly had good dark roasts before. I think it's hard to do, like, a really actually good dark roast. Um, if I started drinking... Like, th- this is what I believe. If I started drinking just dark roast consistently, then I would end up having a really hard time tasting the good stuff in here. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, if I spent a month drinking only dark roast and then I came back to drinking this, I wouldn't have anywhere near the perspective of, like, the differences between these two cups from last episode. Last week, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't really I'm have not an opinion willing, on it. I'm not willing to test that out. We, we got our new dark roast single origin. We can set you I really, up. I really do not want to drink. Can dark I? Roast can Conduit right sponsor your your dark roast experiment? Uh, how much do you want to pay me? Um, I don't know, like four pounds of coffee. How, how much do you need? <laughs> you just want to supply me with coffee. I'm not only I'm dark not, roast. I'm not short on. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Maybe there's a guinea pig out there who wants to, who wants to, to test for us. I don't know. I, I I also don't know what 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 use that would do. Obviously, it, it, also here's the thing. It's, you, but this I mean, is just a, this is a ponderance, right? Would it and be like, like the sugar experiment of not having sugar for a month? Like, would you come back to a light roasted coffee after a month and be like, "Wow, that blew my mind." There's berries all over there. It's sweeter. Like, this is so much more intense. Like, it might be a really good exercise of your palate to, you know, to. It could be. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to start thinking about maybe doing that. Maybe one point. day. <laughs> no, but I mean, even just a week. Mm. You know, um, it's hard. We did that dark and you know for Halloween we did the dark and stormy cupping. Yeah. Deep breathe for that. Um, I'm not sure. Talk about assaulting. Actually, that hurt. Um, it was all dark roasted <laughs> coffees that we had, and we're cupping. I'm cupping, cupping dark roasts. I can tell hard. you that um, drinking dark roast usually doesn't feel good to me. Well, that's the other aspect of it, too. I think what you were saying, that if somebody switched from only dark roast and, yeah. you know, especially larger company dark roast, like not specialty coffee necessarily, mm-hmm. um, and then they f- switched to something like this, and they would probably feel better. Um, and that's another topic that um, we're going to talk about soon as far as, like, the words that we use to describe the coffee. Yeah. Like, and we get people that say, oh, I don't like, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, coffee makes me, it's too acidic. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what kind of acid? Because there's acids in the natural product, and there's acids that come as a result of the dark roasting process, mm-hmm. you know, and they do different things to you. And I, I agree that dark roast has that more, like, the acetic acid that gives you heartburn and kind of hurts a little bit versus the bright and fruity stuff that might... Right. Yeah, I was, I was reading uh, someone's... Um, someone had done a review on some drip brewer or whatever, and they were comparing it to their... They, they usually do a French press, and they were describing the drip brewer as being less acidic than the French press. And I'm thinking to myself, that's it's not technically accurate. It's probably that your stomach doesn't like all the oils that's in the French press. And right. the drip brewer is capturing all those oils. Yeah, I mean, you can't have that comparison with a paper filter yeah. versus a... Um, but, they, I mean, they, they're just, you know, someone who likes exploring coffee in there. Yeah. We, we have all these, like, th- this is why this conversation comes up, because the coffee is so fascinating and mm-hmm. everyone has their individual perspectives and experiences yeah. uh, and they lead to 
don't know. But I think it's great. Fun Even if you assume it. that you like dark roast and you plan on drinking that forever, I think yeah. it's a good experiment to also try lighter coffees and then go back and taste your dark roast mm-hmm. and find other different dark roasts. You know, the Costco versus the versus the Tonys or Ladro or ours at Conduit. You know, like very different coffees. Um, you know, we tend to grocers in our position like Conduit, like we tend to buy nicer coffees. You know, the bottom line mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you'll it has it's a better product to start with. So yeah. then the dark roast potentially is just a better coffee in general. So, yeah, for sure. So, uh, and there and also a, how, what degree of dark? Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. It, since, since like, s- since like thinking laughing. about, thinking about <laughs> these sorts of things, my particular perspective on taste, my personal perspective on taste, uh, like I've done, I've done the sugar experiment and that has been my observation. Like I look back and I try dark roasted coffees and I'm much more sensitive to them now than I used to be. I can taste if something's like charred. I can't stand that. Yep. If it has like a lot of like, I can taste rancid oils and co- like burnt oils. Oh yeah. I can taste that, and that, and I don't like that. Like dark roast feels. Eh, totally, to and I. But and so like, back to one of the other points you're talking about, like this quality issue. Like I can taste the qu- the quality of the green coffee. In the roasted coffee, yeah. Like I've I've come to that point, which is really fun. I've I've gone, I've done that. Like got like cheap store bought coffee of different levels. Like I've gone to Starbucks and I've got their like average, you know, Pike roast or blonde or whatever. And then I got you know some of their reserve and I compare the two and I can tell that the they're coffee. both like yeah. dark roasted and burnt, but I can tell that the reserve is like much higher quality green coffee. It's like interesting that you can taste yeah. that sort of thing. Um, and you know, when we're doing our quality control cupping, mm-hmm. I, I really am sensitive to just what you said to the ashy, horrible yeah. flavors. I know we need a dark roast, but I also don't want those flavors in it. So how dark can we go and what combination of coffees yeah. do we have? So we can create that full, rich, like roasted marshmallow, lovely dark coffee without having that yeah. char. There's a there. fine line of like roastiness and then char. And like, I think it's right. so easy to tip over into the. Oh, it is. It totally is. And I think a lot of that also comes from the speed of the roast, Mm -hmm. you know, and just the quality of of how the beans are expanding. And if they expand too fast, then you're not going to get that development of the sugars in there as much and get weird extraction and the tipping. Tricky balance. Anyways. (sighs) Oh, coffee. um, Yeah, I don't, I'm not pondering all these to say that if you drink dark coffee, you're like a bad person. (laughs) Jesse's looking at me funny. Uh, I'm just always trying to figure out uh, when someone when someone says that that um, you know a really delicious coffee like this tastes like nothing. Um, why is that? Or when someone says they prefer <laughs> burnt ash, why is that? Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's habit. There's a lot of history and habit and you know, perspectives yeah. in life and stuff. And where you live. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Dark coffee's permeated everything. You know, it's really difficult to find quality light roasts. It's becoming easier though. Oh, of course it's becoming easier, but so many good places popping up in the like middle of nowhere. Yeah, Um, I mean coffee culture, but I mean still like you know, there's terrible coffee all over the place. That's true. You know. All the ferry terminals and all little towns and drive throughs and all those kind of things. You know, it's that dark roast you can get that spectrum of brewing so yeah. you just get that coffee and most people still aren't drinking coffee for the sake of drinking coffee they're drinking coffee so they can have their sugar and cream addiction as well right and you know that's the vast majority of coffee drinks and the bread and butter of all these cafes is selling a mocha you know oh, you don't make there, money on it a shot of espresso you know true. you make money on the 16 ounce milk and the sugar and yeah. all that stuff 
there's definitely a growing trend of people who are who are getting more interested in coffee, but that's for a different episode. Yep. So experiment. Yeah. Always email us. Play around with your coffee. If you do the dark roast thing, uh, let us know. We'll uh, we'll chat about it. Yeah. And maybe maybe I'll do it sometime. Although it it sounds worse than giving up sugar for a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh well cheers cheers you have been listening to coffee lovers radio please subscribe rate and review on itunes support the producers check out coffee lovers magazine at coffeeloversmag.com and download our app also get yourself some fantastic coffee from conduit coffee at conduitcoffee.com